This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help, seek out a qualified medical services provider or other healthcare professional. Welcome to the Live Your Yoga podcast, a podcast dedicated to discovering and sharing all the ways in which yoga can be lived off the mat. Real stories by real people, just like you. Welcome to the Live Your Yoga podcast. My name's Mark. I'm a faculty member for Your Yoga Flow online yoga teacher training school. For the longtime listeners of our podcast, we're going to be mixing up our format a little bit here, offering shorter faculty-driven podcasts that will help to enhance the teacher training programs you're in to offer practices, thoughts, reflections, and questions to help us continue living our yoga in our everyday lives. We'll still be having wonderful guests on the podcast, so stay tuned as we roll out a mix of these types of episodes. There are some wonderful things coming your way. And as always, please send us any feedback that you have when we know we can grow. And if you have guest suggestions or format considerations for us, we'd love to hear them. So today in this episode of the podcast, I thought I'd take some time to talk about a practice that is really important to me. And this is a practice known as metta or loving kindness meditation practice. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I think that it's a, it can be a really helpful practice for certain types of people. And I wanted to share some of the experiences that I've had exploring this practice over the last few years. So some of you might be very familiar with it, with metta, with loving kindness. And it's the repetition of a mantra, so the repetition of words, extending kind, compassionate, loving words or well wishes or thoughts to ourselves and to other people. So an example of the mantra is, may you be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. May you be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. And you might repeat the mantra beginning with yourself. So you might start with yourself for a few minutes. May I be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. And then you might then switch to wish these thoughts, these words to someone you love. May you be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. And then to someone you know who's having a difficult time. And then to somebody you don't know so well. Someone you don't maybe even know their name. Maybe the person you kind of sit across while you're transiting to work. And then to a difficult person, a challenging person for you. And then finally to all beings. So when I do this practice, I generally do a few minutes for each of those elements. A few minutes for myself, a few minutes for the person I want to, uh, the person close to me, the person I love, and then to the others. So it generally takes me between sort of 10 to 15 minutes, depending on the day. That's sort of from my understanding, the sort of traditional order for things in a loving kindness practice to go. However, there is 
a meditation teacher known as Sam Harris, and he actually switches it up a little bit. So instead of beginning with oneself, may I be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease, he suggests starting with somebody else. Because for many of us, it can be difficult to cultivate those feelings for ourselves. It's easier sometimes to think about those compassionate thoughts for other people. I think, I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way. It's the reason why we always get the reminder on an airplane to put on our own mask first, because perhaps just innately, we want to help others uh, before we help ourselves. So that's also a consideration you could have if it's difficult for you to offer loving kindness to yourself. To begin with, then you can change up the order, of course. And the mantra that I use may not be the mantra that you know or that you use. These practices are hundreds of thousands of years old sometimes, and different lineages change things up a little bit that makes sense for them. So, so there's no right or wrong way to do this. There's a lot of adaptations of a practice that um, we probably would have a difficult time tracing back to the person or the exact moment in time that it was created. So deviations and variations are always welcome. So this style of meditation was first introduced to me years ago, and it instantly resonated with me. I instantly fell in love with it. And I think the reason is, is that I consider myself and believe others would probably consider me as an empath. Um, and I have a an overwhelming feeling a lot of the time of helplessness in the world. I I feel very emotional when there are difficult things happening in the world, a lot of, you know, heartbreaking disasters happening in all corners of the world. And I know I'm not the only person who feels this way, but I, you know, the questions always coming to my mind, what can I do? Uh, So far away, I can't do anything there. How could I help? How can I, uh, do I just sit with this? You know, these are, sit with these, these, this feeling of sort of feeling helpless in the world. And There are obviously wonderful ways that we can make a difference. We can donate, we can volunteer, we can do grassroots things in our community, and those are incredible ways to make a difference in the world. Over and above that, I found that for myself that this meta practice helps me to feel a sense of, I guess, an energetic sending out of well wishes for others. Now, um, I know that sometimes when we talk about energy, that can be a difficult thing for some people to to understand, and they want maybe a concrete kind of scientific way to understand that. Um, but for myself, I just sort of feel it as though I'm spending a little bit of time in my morning, you know, first thing in my day in thinking about others and hoping and wishing and imagining that they're well. So. You know, there are people in my life who I've talked about this with and they've said, well, isn't that just making you feel better about the world? Isn't that just a way for you to kind of put a bandaid on it? And, you know, maybe that's true. <laughs> that's fine if that's if that's um, the way that some people see it. But I I wonder if it's more about 
the the subtle remains of a practice dedicated to kindness to others that stay with us, that stays with me through the day. And I and I I sometimes wonder if in like these micro tiny sort of microcosmic ways, it changes the actions that a person might take in the day. And so that instead of reacting out of frustration or anger, that because we've practiced kindness and compassion, that in that instance where it could go either way, we lean towards the kindness, we lean towards the compassion. And I think that the possibilities with that are endless. Sharon Salzberg sometimes talks about this loving kindness practice as a way, and I'm paraphrasing here, but as a way to essentially remember that everybody is deserving of loving kindness and we don't know everybody's story. So regardless of who they are, that we we know that they're deserving of compassion. And and I sometimes wonder if that's maybe if that's maybe the magical effect of the practice is that is that over time that we start to Maybe not default, because that sounds like a, a lofty goal, but we maybe more and more in little moments turn to kindness. I once did this practice, or my first experiment with the practice was doing it every day for I think about six months. And I remember a really profound moment um, during this this trial of just doing this daily to see. I guess to see what happened, the moment that I reacted to something I did myself with kindness, and I, I think it was I was unloading the dishwasher and I dropped all the cutlery on the floor, and instead of my gut reaction to myself being "Oh, you're so stupid, how could you do that?" I just sort of laughed and said internally to myself, "It's okay, I love you." And two things sort of came up for me when I did this. One was like, wow, this felt really different and profound. And, and that's quite disconcerting that my gut reaction is usually one of disappointment in myself. But also I felt that I had trained myself to react to myself with kindness, that, that I'd been practicing this every day, that it became a little bit more normal to treat myself that way. So then it got me thinking lately as I was reflecting back on, because I'm still doing this practice daily, that sort of thinking about living in a world where that was common, where, where maybe, you know, people were taught this type of idea, maybe not this specific practice, but where we were trained to, for our gut reactions to be one of kindness instead of anger or frustration. And so this isn't to say that we'd be living in this sort of magical utopia, um, but because uh, we still need to be to be firm, but we can be firm and kind. And we still need to fight for rights and justice, but we can do it infused with this sense of compassion. So I thought a really interesting thing for us to maybe try for the week or for the few days after you listen to this episode is to find a a, uh, a guided loving kindness meditation and to just do it a couple of times in a row, a few days in a row, and to see what happens when you start your day considering the well-being of others and yourself and to notice what effect that might have through through your week and if you are a person like 
me who who struggles, you know, watching the news, reading the news, hearing things from others about how awful things are sometimes. Um, I'd be really curious to know how you relate to this practice. Do you find it helpful? Do you find it more uncomfortable? Um, I myself have found so much help and value out of it. I'd just be so interested in hearing how other people felt practicing this particular practice. So as we, as we live our yoga this week, my, my words for you are, may you be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And as always, you can find us at www.youryogaflow.com for online classes, meditations. There is a meta meditation on there and for online yoga teacher training programs. Thank you so much. Take care.